Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Erin Jensen and Megan Patterson. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan Stories series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of Aesthetic PA, Expert Injector, National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen, we are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way. Welcome to Through Thick and Skin Podcast. My name is Megan Patterson. And I'm Aaron Jensen. And we are on uh, episode... 67. 67. Sorry, I'm like, uh, what? What day is it? <laughs> I know, things have been feeling so crazy since life is starting up. You is know? your social calendar full for the Pat. summer? Jam-packed. I have no weekends until Jam September. Jam-packed. I, you know, rent the runway is looking sparse these days. I mean, I don't, maybe for a bigger girl like me, there aren't many sizes available, but like everyone's going out, everyone's getting dolled up. Do you have the subscription? I do, but I, I totally hit them up. I was like, you guys, everything that's available right now in my size is frumpy as fuck. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we cannot deny that. <laughs> I was like, honestly, I don't, this is not my style. I'm not a florally type of chick. No. I don't wear floral patterns. If I do, it's like a fluke or I'm like cosplaying or something. But <laughs> I usually wear like slinky, sexy shit and none black of it. Black on black on black. Yeah, exactly. I'm wearing black on black right now, actually. But um, yeah, the shit's popping off right now. Like mm-hmm. the mask mandate here in California is gone. So I went into Phil's today and they didn't have masks on like the people ordering and i was like what and i like took mine off i was like and they're like oh you look lovely seeing your face i'm like i know it's pretty huh (laughs) that's what you look like under there exactly it's been over a year you guys it is a trip looking at faces because that's what i do all day and when people take their masks off like you don't realize like how much of your facial expression and connection or even mm-hmm. i don't know about you whenever i walk past someone like on the street i like s- at least smile or smirk at them mm-hmm. so it just feels good to have that human connection again yeah like, it's very intimate eye contact mm-hmm. exactly that's it's, a great word for it's it. very very intimate so yeah. yeah speaking of faces we're gonna talk faces. about faces today so episode 67 we're going to actually be discussing facial masculinization and feminization using injectables yes june is pride month we are all about inclusivity and acceptance and we are actually doing it we did a contest i don't know if we've chosen a winner yet but we are giving away a full face masculinization which means we would uh, add using injectables things to make it look typically masculine or mm-hmm. we would feminize it so entries have been really tremendous and it's been really cool to see people be interested in this giveaway but What's what I love about Erin is how generous she is. She's a very generous person and she's giving away like however much this person needs. She'll hook them up in their face. Yeah. I'm not just giving away one syringe. It's that's a drop in the bucket. I'm sorry. One syringe is like uh, half of my cheekbone. <laughs> like I need a syringe and a half in each cheek. And to really make a difference in some people's face, mm-hmm. you're going to need a lot. So. Yes, especially if you haven't done anything before. Yeah. Yes. So um, so with Pride, you know, Pride Month for our LGBTQ community, um, you know, we are going to be discussing how you can use injectables in particular to help somebody feel more gender affirming in their own skin. Mm-hmm. Um, so Erin will touch on this since she's the medical professional. 
and I'm just going to kind of cruise along with this. But, you know, I have a few, I actually have a few friends who are trans and uh, meaning that they were born a certain gender and they identify differently. And some of them have gone through different phases of transition. Mm -hmm. So I have some friends that as soon as I have one friend who, when he was, he was born a woman and uh, was around 18, started to transition, started to take testosterone, had top surgery, Mm -hmm. meaning that his breasts were removed and has been in a man's body since he was 18 so he has full beard facial hair muscle mass i mean like all the stuff that comes with testosterone but then i also have friend who had top surgery identifies as they them non-binary um but isn't having any other surgery beyond that doesn't take testosterone so Mm. it's a very fluid um kind of boundaryless some people might not understand it so regardless of how your opinion on this we're just here to discuss how injectables which is something that aaron offers can really be Mm life-changing um because the surgeons that could perform the top surgery removing the breast tissue or bottom surgery which is not as common but but, but can be done both ways. Mm-hmm. So turn a penis into a vagina. And this is much more rare, but create a penis with a pump that you can add later. Correct. Out of flesh that you grow on your arm or your, you know, it's, it's I, I did a little research on it. I was in a K-hole for like an hour. It's fascinating what mm-hmm. they can make. Yeah. You make you a little dingling. I mean, imagine you can pick the size of your dick. Yeah. Well, that's what we even talked about with Steph Ruby on our episode mm-hmm. that we had her featured on. You can choose where it's always erect or you pump it up to be erect. There's mm-hmm. there's lots of options. Yeah. So, you know, for some people, they might not, you know, surgery can be done to feminize and masculinize a person's face. Correct. Um. So, Aaron, maybe you can discuss. Why don't you discuss, first of all, like. I know you've mentioned this before when you were talking about your crush, but like what makes somebody attractive? Like there's a science behind beauty, mm-hmm. right? Like symmetry, softness, etc. So like what would what would you consider to be like masculine traits versus feminine? Yeah, I think this episode can apply to you even if you aren't transitioning or know someone who is transitioning because our faces when you talk about beauty you might have a more classically masculine face as a woman and you might want to learn about things that will feminize your face. Mm -hmm. Also on the flip side, I treat a lot of straight men and their biggest fear is looking more feminine when they don't want to. So mm-hmm. just know that all of these treatments can be tailored to give you the appearance that you want to look like. So in general, and we can go over these individually, um, for men, we'll talk about having a more masculine face, typically having a broader, more defined jawline. So where your jawline is more square than round, mm-hmm. having a rounder chin versus a pointy chin. A pointy chin tends to be more feminine. hmm Lips can go either way. I mean, you can have a very masculine face with full lips. Um, And I think that's one thing that makes really attractive men really attractive is when they have very distinct masculine features, but also have some feminine qualities to them, like big full lips or long eyelashes. Yes. Like your, what's his name? That Irish dude that you like? Well, I said Cillian Murphy, but Sean, our sound guy, said his is pronounced Killian. Do you know? I don't know. Well, anyways, the guy from... Peaking Blinders. Yes. Peaky Blinders. Peak, peaky? Peak, peaky. Peaky. Whatever. But he's hot anyways. Yeah. And he has like juicy lips. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's... And an angular jaw. Exactly. So it doesn't have to be full, full, every characteristic masculine. And I think that's when sometimes people start looking just different where they uh, a guy goes in and gets bicep implants and calf implants and 
super defined jawline. It almost looks abnormal. Like that guy who is like a real life Ken doll. Exactly. That's the one I'm talking about. Where he has like washboard abs installed or whatever it was. Yeah. Where it almost looks, hmm, you know, that type of control, that type of perfectionism. It just doesn't look natural. No, exactly. And I think that's important with someone transitioning as well. You don't have to fully transform your face. Mm -hmm. You can do the things where if you want to look more masculine, we build out your jawline with filler. Or you Mm -hmm. want to look more feminine, we plump up your lips or change your cheekbone definition to define your cheekbones versus the front or the apple of your cheek. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, because masculine, is that a more masculine feature? So So moving up the face, let's talk about the cheeks. Typically, a more feminine feature is having higher cheekbones Mm -hmm. where you have more width at the cheekbones that tapers down into the contour where you would put your contour on on your mid cheek. And then a more um, masculine cheek is going to be something with a little bit more volume in the front of the face, like where you would put like that classic like 80s blush right next to your nose on your cheeks, on your Mm, mid cheek. Okay. When it comes to a nose, a typical feminine nose is more, um, not as wide, not as broad, a little bit more refined, where a masculine nose has a little bit more width to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean... The so nose you don't you don't do non surgical nose jobs also known as filler in the nose, but that is probably you know that definitely requires rhinoplasty. Um, but they also like say somebody goes under the knife and they're like you know what I just want to just since you got me under just do it all mm-hmm. you know what could be a surgical response to giving you. you know like the cheekbone or say you have a forehead that looks kind of because like a masculine forehead can be kind of like a pronounced brow like a more cro-magnon like a cave i don't want to say caveman but you know like men you know like that type of can can the doctor do some something to the Mm -hmm. typically with a male when you're trying to feminize the face you are reducing the width in a lot of the parts of the face so with the forehead, you can shave down the forehead and actually do a forehead contour. So there is this little bump. And Caveman is actually a good description of it. It is That's the more exaggerated version of it, where you have this little ridge above your eye sockets. With females, it tends to be a softer transition and a lot more smoother and more vertical versus having that bony prominence that's there. Um, you can shave down the forehead. You can also shave down the jawbone Dang. and the chin. Dang. You can do a rhinoplasty where you're shrinking the nose. So essentially, you're taking all these wide, broad features and shrinking them down to make them softer and smoother. Mm, got it. Got it. And, you know, even I've heard that you can do like tracheal shaving. Yeah, you can to take down the Adam's apple. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. So that those are very invasive procedures. Yes. Yes. But... A lot of times insurance carriers will pay for that surgical transformation. Yeah. And I think Steph Ruby said it on our other podcast is like, you just, you got a Range Rover on your face, you I know, know, like $100,000 surgery that your yeah. insurance paid for, which I think is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. And so, yeah, like you said, like you might identify as a woman and you affirmed your gender as a woman. Like, you know, for me, I have... um a so I have fairly feminine features. It's funny I compared a picture of me versus Michael because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Michael, my twin, as you all know, because you listened to our last episode, and I kind of did this little transition fade over it to compare. And I have su- like I can you can see from a mile away like how I have been feminized. Like you made my chin 
more pointy. You had a chin filler. You gave me like cheek contour. You made my lips fuller. I have a smooth forehead and a brow arch because I've been like my eyes are brighter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been doing chemical peels where my brother, he has a more naturally bulky jaw. Mm-hmm. He has he doesn't have he has cheekbones. But like you said, it's not like it's not like I, he has an almond shape like I do. It's just it's crazy. Yeah. And I had my hair pulled back, too, so you could really see the features. But I get Botox in my masseters to help with facial slimming, mm-hmm. which is something that, you know, whether you identify as man or woman, um, you know, that can help make you look less bulky. Um, so that's an injectable that Aaron could perform in the office if you're interested. Have you ever done the filter when it makes you look like a guy? Yeah, it looks fucking hot. (laughs) I'm like, damn, is he single? (laughs) I have like brown hair. I did it on TikTok one time. I was on somebody's TikTok. On somebody's. Yeah. On on my, no, I have a secret. (laughs) I have a secret TikTok just to workshop ideas. It's nothing that you guys need to follow. I seriously have no followers. I just use it as a placeholder. But um, yeah, you know, so with, you know, like Aaron had mentioned to feminize facial features. It's interesting though. So like I do. I have Aaron inject Botox or Dysport into my jaw muscle to relax it because my jaw is so bulky. But have you seen, I feel like it's very popular in the UK, those clinics, they call them clinics, uh, where they make these girls have like 90 degree jaw lines. Mm -hmm. Like they show a before and the girls just, she just looks soft. You know, she looks fine, but she looks like she's kind of sitting in in a poor angle. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's like she's a protractor for a jawline yeah and they're like oh we use seven mls for this one that kind of madness mm-hmm. you know like so that is a so these girls have huge lips and angular jaws what's up with that you have to be careful when you're transforming the face because that feature looks really good on angelina jolie right like, the only person that looks good on pretty she's much. the only one that can get away with that yeah i mean even me i think my jaw line is naturally like pretty good like this is something called dragonial angle i'm pointing to the jawbone right underneath my earlobe mm-hmm. but even still it's not super harsh it just it looks weird and what you have to understand is that yes we can tweak all these features to make you look more feminine or more masculine but you have to be careful because you put all these puzzle pieces together and it doesn't match. And what mm-hmm. you have to understand is that that puzzle piece is three-dimensional as well. Totally. So, um, from the side, it looks cut. But from the front, it looks like, look a, like a like a Minecraft blockhead. <laughs> if any kid, like any mom's out there. Yes, yeah, exactly. yeah, like a SpongeBob character. That's the thing. I Just like with non-surgical nose jobs, I mean, we have, we, we have a lot of good friends that perform them. Mm-hmm. But like Dr. Calvert said, you know, like you want the hump to be looks like it appears to be removed because he somebody puts filler in it he's making your nose bigger Mm -hmm. you know so it looks bomb on the side because you're like oh my god my hump's gone but you have more filler you have more volume in your nose so just like with people like oh my jawline snatched not everybody's looking at you from the side Mm -hmm. yeah so look at the forward when you see those if you're like i really think i need jawline filler i really just want to have a snatched chisel some people they need to have their jawline built out yes you know for for me it was like kybella you know and Uh, jawline jawline filler it's nice to enhance it but you cannot build a non-existent jawline from filler. Yeah. You need implants for that. And so speaking of you know, surgical correction, we talked about now men to become more feminine, you are going to shrink some of those features. With females to masculinize the face, you're going to do it more, to add more bulk to the face. Mm-hmm. So doing something where you're rounding out the chin, you're adding bulk to the jawline, you can give a little bit more volume or projection in the forehead with implants or with fillers. There's things you can do to build out the bulk. But 
to do it with filler, most fillers in the market are pretty soft. So if you put it in a jawline and you're trying to build all this volume, it just doesn't hold as well. Yeah. And also, it's kind of like, you know, just go big or go home sometimes. If you if you go to an honest injector who's like, this is what I can feasibly do. And, you know, if, if you're like, but there are some people who are like, I just, I don't want to have surgery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're frightened. It's like, okay, then this is the best that yes. we can offer. Um, although surgery would be the best bet for you. You know, like just having, if you have a recessed chin, you want a more prominent chin, a more prominent jawline that could be done as well. So, but you know, then there's this fine line because both men and women get Botox in their forehead. Yes, but we place it in, in different areas for what? a male or female. Why? Uh, if you love your brow arch, right, that you just mentioned, mm-hmm. Do you think Michael would want his brows arched as much as yours? No, because I think he has a unibrow, so <laughs> it's hard to arch that. We know when it's one caterpillar. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Mikey. <laughs> He's gonna be like, "Shut up! I don't. I tweeze it." <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, what we do is that with the forehead muscle, it's this rectangular muscle that covers the entire forehead. We put it strategically lower on men so they don't get as much of an eyebrow arch. Mm. But for you, if I'm to put it the same place where I put it on Michael, then you're not going to feel as lifted. So again, it's all an art. It's all artistic on where you put it, what the patient's needs are. Now, some of my male patients, they want a more feminine eyebrow. And so Mm -hmm. that's a conversation we have. It's like, hey, do you like your eyebrow arch? Do you want it changed? Do you want it modified? And we will tweak the, the results based on that. Yeah, I th- that's kind of like the answer to anybody's question is like, it's really not one size fits all. Oh, never. Like this is this is a combination of harmonious features. Like there are some things that might be. I mean, is there anything masculine about my face? Be honest. I won't be offended. Take your hat Let off. Let me take my hat off. Glasses? Hold on. I'm incognito today. Oh, my gosh. You're making me do this. OK, let's see. No, you're. Forehead looks good. Your eyebrows are feminine. Your lashes are feminine. I know your, my nose is wide. Your nose is wider. Not but like whatever. I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna. This is the thing. I thought. Okay. I thought about getting a rhinoplasty, but honestly, I think if I got it, I'd be so. I'd be missing my old nose. It's not even worth it to me. Your nose is on the wider side, but it's not like. It's not big. I don't know how to explain it. Like it's not a big nose. It's just like how did, well. How is my? How is your nose? Why did you get a nose job? If mine, don't we have the same nose? No, we. I think we have totally different noses. Mm-hmm. You. I don't know where my nose came from. You have more dad's nose. Yeah, it's just you know. If I had the perfect nose, then I would just be too perfect, you which isn't be. fair. <laughs> it, it's not. It wouldn't be fair for the rest of y'all. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so my nose. So I don't have. What do they call those? We were talking pinched, to Doctor J- Jake uh, about it. The stupid um princess noses or something that they're big pixie, and turkey. Pinched. Pixie. No. Um. Who's that little fairy in um Tinkerbell? Tinkerbell nose. Yes. Where you like just have a tip. No Tinkerbell. A Barbie nose. A Tinkerbell nose. Yes. Yeah, so that's considered quote unquote feminine. Oh, um. Okay. Much. So no, what? Okay, about- your cheekbones look good. I made those. <laughs> Thank you. I did that. I did that. I'd like to thank me. I did that. I'd like to thank me. (laughs) I'd like to thank me for Megan's cheekbones. They are fucking popping. There's some pictures I catch where I'm like, yes. Okay. Look at me. Look straight ahead. Okay. No, your nasolabial folds are appropriate. Your lips are feminine. Your, even your, like your jaw where your masseters are, it goes in at a good amount. Um, (laughs) Your earlobes are feminine. I was like, (laughs) I'll I'll tell you who to thank. (laughs) In a future episode about that jawline, we won't talk about that right now. But um, yeah, put my- your chin down. No, your chin looks good too. You added a little. You added more chin filler than normal. Yeah, because I had like a weird divot when I smiled. 
Yeah, well, I, we put some Botox or Dysport there too. So why, tell people why you put Botox in my chin. For some chins, when you ex- make expressions like smile or pucker your lips, you can see a little indentation mm-hmm. from where the muscle bunches up. Um, it almost looks like an orange peel. They call it a pewda orange. Pew? Is that French? Pew? It is. Erin, that was pitiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Have Try you it. never been to Montreal? Where you do not pronounce it Montreal, but you say Montreal? Erin is a disgrace to the <laughs> linguistic side of the family. My I did God. Not, I did not get that gene. <laughs> now repeat after me. Okay. Pew <laughs> I'm over the top. Beer the orange. Beer? Beer. 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 It's probably not good to pop it into the microphone. Beer the orange. Le orange. Yes, that's what your chin looks Dude, like. I could totally oh, be like yeah. a French spy. I, Rosoff, I took a French class in Chicago at the Alliance Francaise because I wanted to go to McGill University in... I remember that. In, in Quebec City. No, in Montreal. I even toured the campus with my grandpa. Um, but then when I found out he wasn't going to pay for it, I was like, well, shit. <laughs> I guess I'm... Anyways. So um, all I learned was... Um, Bonjour, bon nuit, bonsoir. That's different ways to say like, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Um, uh, je m'appelle Megan. Je suis américaine. J'habite en Igoraca, Cota du Pasadena. Uh, je suis... Um, at the time, I was, je suis agent de voyage travel agent mm-hmm. uh, which means like and what do you do that's all I learned in like six weeks because French is like that's pretty good like I could fake that shit I would love to speak French I have a few friends in uh, who are like Quebecois and they're just so sexy they're like they, they're women and they're just so effortlessly sexy mm-hmm. and fucking they're just delicious I, and they make jewelry and they they summer at their cabin cottage and go skiing like they're exquisite I, I if there's any French Canadian listeners like mm. maybe you can marry one marry into that I would love I, and they could teach you that I, you know what I'm open come at me but yeah I would love another passport if I could get that in the mix dual okay we were talking about okay. old which is the orange peach skin in the chin. Yes. <laughs> Put some Botox there in. So you relax. You it. Yeah, but you know what? You did that to me one time and I couldn't smile. Well, okay. It fucked up my smile. It can sometimes. So what it is is that in the upper part of the face, those are all expression muscles. Frowning, raising up your eyebrows, smiling. So if you can't move those, who cares? And all the neighboring muscles, most of them are, are the same thing. They're just expression muscles. Down in the lower part of the face, those are more functioning muscles. You use them to smile and speak and pucker your lips to drink out of a straw. So there is a muscle near your mentalis muscle called your your DLI muscle. And the DLI muscle mm. pulls your lip down when you smile. So sometimes Botox can migrate there and then it gives you a crooked smile for a little bit. It goes well, away. I don't smile really much anyways. I smise. So, so you're good. It wasn't a big go. deal. I, yeah. Smiling shows my weakness because I'm a, you know, Russian, the um, Russian doll lips. Anyways. So, um, okay. So that's good to know. Botox can be, inj- I mean, we kind of got off topic with the whole Botox okay, being injected everywhere. Let's but. get it. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, you kind of touched, even though you're, you might not be transitioning from one gender to the other. Correct. But 
You can, you know, there, you could be born with some masculine traits you'd like to soften, or it might be your look. It might be your vibe. That's what's beautiful is that like you look at Angelina Jolie and she has a jawbone that can cut sharp cheese. Yes. But she also has the juiciest lips ever. Yes. That I think are natural. Oh, they're, uh, yeah. They're natural. Sure. She they're was, because totally if you look at her as a teenager, she has the same lips. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it works. That's why she's such an incredible beauty because she does carry off both all those features. Yeah. But if, say, if you are a female and you were born a female, but you were born with a strong jawline, you can come into the office and we can offset that by filling your lips, by making your chin a little bit more elongated and pointy, mm-hmm. giving you some like higher cheekbones to offset and like compliment, I should say. Yeah. Like a nice feature. Um, Speaking of natural beauties, have you seen Madonna lately? No. No. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, Sorry. she like blew up the internet because she, you know, just like Demi Moore a few months ago came out with like some wretched, you know, like oh, cheek. What do they yes. call it when they take the fat out of your buckle fat pad removal? Yeah, buckle fat. And, and she looked like, oh, she looked like she was sucking out of a, she was, you know, sucking fudge through a straw. She was like, <sighs> but awesome. Madonna looks like she has a pillow face. Um, I it just it's strange. Madonna was an early adopter of injectables. Like I feel did like did you do the, her? No, don't lie, don't lie. You don't have to. You don't. You no. can. You can keep it real with us on the podcast. Oh, no, no, no. But no, um, she has like New York people. But I think it's almost once you get too deep into it, it's hard to correct some work so say if there was like a fat transfer surgery uh, or too many collagen stimulators then it's hard to like go back even though you have the resources to make things look better well speaking of going back remember when courtney cox oh yeah was a spokesperson for was it it was a filler that's not on the market anymore oh shut up yeah <laughs> she's like i'm going to ruin you it started with an e i don't know I'm if you guys remember so there are some celebs that endorse injectables believe it or not chloe kardashian endorsed kybella for like 30 seconds back in the day now she does migraine get that migraine money bitch get that <laughs> migraine money uh medicine money and then um i think somebody did Zeoman doesn't go with paltrow somebody anyways yeah. all these celebrities are out here getting here getting their money allergan has not hit me back up i don't know why they don't make me an ambassador for fucking voluma they and should. cheek filler they're stupid but courtney cox she had this filler injected in her under eye and she looked messed up. Well, what happened is they took away the tear trough. When your cheekbone goes to your eyelashes, it looks weird. You look like a pillow you, face. Yes, you have Flat. to have that indentation. So she had these like su- she has these super high cheekbones, anyways. But they over exaggerated them with doing too much mid cheek filler. It was Imagine being the injector who did that. Yeah, but we didn't know. But okay, Courtney Cox. But now she looks back to normal. She looks way better. I think yeah. they dissolved it, or because mm-hmm. was it a calcium filler or a? No. I think it was semi-permanent. That's why it was messed up. Maybe. I'm not sure. I don't know. But anyway, she looks fine now. If you check her out, she's surviving and thriving. Mm -hmm. She looks fine. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Jennifer, anyways. But, um, yeah. yeah, So, you know, there's... I think if you are transitioning, you just go to someone you trust and get their opinion. You know? Mm -hmm. Even for me, if you come and see me for a consultation... And I think you'd be better suited for surgery. I'll, I will let you know that. Yep. And same thing with the surgeon. If they think you'd be better with just a little bit of lip filler, they will let you know that too. Yeah. Hopefully you seek out some honest people because, yeah, Aaron will be really honest about, you know, if if you might, if you want to really soften something and, and jaw shaving or, you know, chin shaving or things like that mm-hmm. would be better appropriate. Or if you, you know, were born with a very delicate feminine face and you want to bulk up, Mm -hmm. implants would be better, not 18 syringes of filler. Yeah, no. It's just, it's, you know, it's not the best for you. 
yeah, can make Erin a lot of money, but would she, you know, feel right knowing that the person could get better outcomes from a surgery? Yeah, exactly. It's called integrity, baby. Look it up. <laughs> well, thanks guys so much for tuning into yeah. our episode about masculinization and feminization and stay tuned on the treatment page. Uh, once we, uh, you know, soon come, we'll have the results from our before and after. Yes, with our I think we have it narrowed down and we have some really good candidates and we're going to show I you. I can't wait to have their, I can't wait to see their, their life changing injectables. Yeah. So they'll feel affirmed in their gender and just feel, you know, just their true self. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right, guys. Until next time, make sure to tell your friends and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.